We're at 602 Radio. And we're the father figures saying, don't make us come in there.
other projects you guys plan Or you just don't have time for other reasons? I have plenty of time to devote to the father figures. Awesome. I, because I don't, I really don't have a life outside <laughs> going to work and playing in the band. <laughs> I play bands with, with a couple of different friends um, and help them record and write and stuff, but um, I have a project with some friends called the Envies that's just chicken fried country punk and stuff. It's a lot of fun to play. It's more of an excuse to get together and drink beer. So, this is the only serious band that I've going right now. And I just don't have time to the daughter and a wife and all that other good stuff. It's just hard. And this is good enough. I mean, I don't want to devote much time to anything else because this is, has come so far in such a short amount of time. I, I don't know if you could actually tell, but we have, we've only been together for a couple months. So since, right. since late May, early June. We probably had our third practice in June. Yeah. A couple in May. Maybe even the second. Maybe the second practice in June, so it's only been a few months. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah.
played like two, three shows at this point. We played two. Yeah. Yeah. Closing spots. Well, the first one was kind of a ringer because it was my 50th birthday party, so I invited everyone I know in Phoenix to go to my 50th it birthday party. It was packed full of old school punks and old school skaters. And, punk and they were and the, just and I, liquored up enough. Yeah, passed out lots of drink tickets, and so was, they were ready to go. Yeah. It was, great. <laughs> it was a good party. That was a fun night. Yeah. It was, it was a little, I mean, play, I, playing any other show after that's going to be a little anticlimactic because it was seriously almost embarrassing. Yeah, the response, love, yeah, yeah afterwards. People the, left the fisting room. <laughs> People don't know that about, about the Ruby Moon. kick your ass. kick your ass. That's why they call it the Ruby Room. The Ruby Room. I'm sorry, Greg. <laughs> I like Greg. The air conditioning was basically not on that night. It was 115 Holy outside. smokes. We yeah, were in hot. peril of spontaneously combusting as a band, collectively. Yeah.
talked about doing some sort of post-punk thing, and um, his wife went out of town, and he had a hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> All the bedroom. He had a hall pass to make some no, noise in the no, back room. It and really so he was. called up all the bros. Bro, come over, dude. No, We're gonna make some noise. It really was. Tom, <laughs> Tom commented on on some music that I that I liked and uh, said we can do that better. And so it was like, well, who can play guitar? And I said, well, why don't we get Michael Cornelius to come in and play guitar? And, he, and Tom said, I heard that guy sucks at guitar. <laughs> He's a bass player. <laughs> He's a bass player. <laughs> no. I, of course, thought, of course a bass player can play guitar. What's <laughs> <laughs> two extra strings? <laughs> don't need to so touch them anyway. Really scoring around and yeah. stuff, too. Tom was, Tom was stoked to play with Michael, and it just... The, oh, yeah. the first uh, the first couple practices were were pretty rough, man. They were. I just think yeah. it was rough. No, you should have been in the the jam sessions I was in and the, the stuff I started to start before I played the Father Figures, where the but bass player where the bass player would totally numbers. forget everything we did from week to week. Every single lick would be just like, "What? What are you doing? What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> I still have to, to have you guys sometimes give me the first three notes of a song so I remember what song we're playing. Yeah, I don't have a lot of muscle memory yet either. But I remember yeah, uh, lot, yeah. we recorded it because I have a little studio at my house and so we recorded the first couple songs that we had put together. And Tom took it home to his to his wife and played it to her. She was not impressed. She was not <laughs> She thought it was she thought it was really wimpy. Yeah. Oh yeah, she likes punk rock.
drums on the voice from after I played in Sticky Thing in, in 89 um, with uh, Chris Keenan and Tom Jones and Todd Joseph. And then Todd and I, um, Chris and Tom moved up to Seattle to play and Todd and I decided to stay behind and then we joined The Voice and then played with The Voice for a couple years and Michael Brooks joined up after Todd left and that was a fun band. What was I doing? What years were those? You did Housequake during then. Oh, no wonder. I didn't, I didn't see any other bands during the Housequake era. Well, we played with you guys a lot. I didn't watch any other bands. <laughs> awesome. I thought we were friends, Michael. <laughs> I'd go up I there, remember seeing I'd go up play it all. Sing with you guys. <laughs> and you wouldn't even watch me play. <laughs> this interview's over. <laughs>
funny is my first hardcore band from 84, Michael produced our um, our recording and I had like a 10th generation cassette copy, but Michael still had a first generation cassette copy. Uh, the chrome first generation cassette copy that he probably never played. And so I took it and digitized it, and so so I've got a killer version of it, thanks to Michael. He produced it at Cirrus Recording. Mm -hmm. What was the band? Kluged. That was not a place that I remember that place. Back then it was in Scottsdale. It was in Scottsdale. He moved it, though. It's Al, his name of the guy that... Then he moved it to South Scottsdale, North Tempe, like on Curry Road. He was an old school dude. Sandy Lamont. I, I remember we had, he had an R&B band in there the night before. We, we were in on like a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning and there was an R&B band. And the headphones, you'd put them on and they'd go... And they'd like slide off because there's Afro sheen all over the things. So you couldn't keep them on your head. You had to... <laughs> nasty. <laughs> I didn't have a clue what I was doing back then. But it was fun.
more near the air. I was riding in Upland, California, the big giant pipe, and at the end it flares out, and I was riding it, and I and I went over the flare out, which just throws you into space, and I landed on the drain, and uh, uh, tore up my ACL and my meniscus, and had to get surgery, and then two surgeries, just two surgeries later. Yeah. You should have caught me. I had an extra meniscus. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was in 2001, so 2002 or so.
can we get an acapella version of Cosmic Slop out of three of you guys? <laughs> they don't know it. They don't know it. Next question. Because this band is almost over, not this interview. <laughs> You're listening to 602 oh. Radio.